this is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Surabe, and I'm with Derek Donnelly, also known as St. Pete Arts. How are you today? Great. Even better that you guys showed up. Aw, thank How are you. you. I'm great. I can't complain. It's not raining. You're right. No, beautiful day. Yeah, today. thank yeah. God. It was supposed to be raining today. Yeah, now we're in good shape. We are. So let's get into the nitty gritty here. I guess like the first thing that definitely people want to know is like, how did you get into art? Uh, most artists, I've, you know, I've been creative my whole life since I was a little kid. Um, I, you know, started off doing... Uh, I was really into comic books, baseball cards, you know, a lot of a lot of boys in the '90s, uh, you know, kind of stuff we were into. Um, so I started drawing, you know, my favorite baseball players or my favorite comic books, things like that. Um, getting the response of, you know, oh wow, Derek, that's that's great, buddy, you know, from the family or mm-hmm. um, the kids in school, you know, they wanted me to draw. I remember in fifth grade, I would I would draw like Looney Tunes were real. They had like kind of a second wave of popularity, you know, back then. Uh, and that's back when a lot of the, the clothing had like Taz with like the backwards hat and that kind of thing. So a lot of people wanted some of their favorite Looney Tunes drawn for them. So I would do that in like fifth grade. Um, and I was always just good at it since a, a young age. So I ended up really uh, just continuing to do it when I was younger. And then it turned into... Um, by the time I got to like middle school, I was, I was still doing it. And then towards the end of middle school, I decided, well, the family, uh, my mom, myself, my father decided, uh, I was going to try to get into Gibbs high school. Gibbs high school has Pinellas County center for the arts, uh, PCCA as they call it. Um, caters to all arts disciplines from ballet to visual arts. Uh, amazing program. I believe that they've been doing the magnet program since 89 or 90, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, they've been doing it a long time. So I was class of 2001. Uh, but yeah, towards the end of middle school, we decided it would be a good, uh, fit for me to try to get into that magnet program there at Gibbs high school at PCCA. And, uh, I went for it. Um, couple auditions, uh, got in after like two or three auditions. And, uh, yeah, so from there, they really taught a lot of the fundamentals of drawing, painting, uh, different things like that. Get you away from just drawing anime and comic books and that kind of thing. And uh, taught you the real technical uh, and traditional ways of drawing, painting, sculpting, printmaking, especially back in 01. Like, we were still learning a lot of things that were very, very much now a, a dying art, quote unquote. Um, so, you know, even uh, woodblock printing, different things like that. Oh, cool. Like, we did all kinds of different stuff. So, uh, I'd say that is what, you know, really made, solidified my, my techniques and, and my talents, quote unquote. But um, being in that program was very, very beneficial for me personally. Uh, I know other people that were in the program that went off and became. Um, you know, sports trainers and things like that, people that never did art again. And then I know uh, other people like our friend that we went to school with, Eric Jones, uh, you know, he's up in New York City just like killing it with, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and all these big collectors and then all these uh, amazing museums. Same as uh, one of my best buddies, Michael Vasquez, um, went to Gibbs together. He's down in Miami doing the same thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I've been into art my whole life. Uh, after high school, though, I actually lost a lot of interest in it. Mm-hmm. The uh, 
the program, as, as great as it is, was very, uh, at least for me at the time, uh, exhausting. Yeah. Uh, so I backed off of the art a little bit, plus just distracted with girls and whatever else uh, <laughs> teenage teenagers are doing in 2001, you know. Um, and I didn't create art for actually for like eight or nine years after that. I didn't do much at all. I went to a, a graphic design program over in Tampa, kind of more of a trade school type situation. They called it a college, but it was a uh, privatized type of thing. Yeah. That, um, they eventually got shut down and all that. But uh, I learned I, at that age, I was 21 when I started going to that school. So it was a few years after high school. Um, and then still, I didn't do any real artwork as far as painting or drawing or things like that. Very few and far between with that stuff while I was in college and uh, even after. So until you fast forward till I was about 27, uh, again, nine years after high school, I was like in between jobs. This was what, 2009, 2010. So like the housing market, economy, everything was just kind of in the dumps. That really um, motivated me after, you know, losing a couple of my weird telemarketing or kitchen jobs, whatever I was doing at the time. I was like, you know what, hell with it. I'm just getting back into art. Mm -hmm. I need to focus on that. Big push from my father and my mother too. They were always very supportive. Uh, so you had like the cool parents that were just like, you can go be an artist, like, uh, you know. Yes and no, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, they were always very encouraging, but um, a lot of times my grades didn't, I, I was more worried about creating art than getting good grades in math or, you know, that kind of thing. So it was Who very- math? Uh, right, no one- No, no one likes no, math. math. Hell with math. <laughs> No, and you'll never have a calculator in your pocket when you're walking around as a grown-up. They you know? did tell us that. Yeah, they told us that. And, and look at were, us now. They were liars. Yeah. And math teachers, you're all liars. Um, so, yeah, after, again, nine years of not really creating a whole lot, uh, I went downtown. I met Bill Wu, Aurelius Artist, Jennifer Chanley, Chainsaw Chuck Majewski, handful of others, mm -hmm. and we started a Wednesday night art meetup. Uh, from there, it was just gung-ho you know everyone was you know working together um and I, I felt like i was out of options i was like all right well the worst comes the worst i'll just end up drawing caricatures on the boardwalk of john's pass or something you know uh you know if i can't make it as a painter or you know an artist whatever i'll just uh, i know i can at least do that you know so um yeah if you would ask me you know 10 years ago where i'd be like today i would probably have told you like barefoot on the boardwalk uh, which again, nothing wrong with. I almost uh, look forward to that being yeah. my retirement. But uh, yeah, it's so it was years and years, and then finally I got my head out of my butt and decided to um, just give it my all. Uh, open a small gallery, Saint Paint Arts, and uh, feature local artists, and had a very one hand washes the other approach with it. Yeah. Um, it and wanted to, you know, see a cooler city than what I grew up in. So yeah. uh, that was a lot of my main motivation in, in the beginning there. Again, at 27, 28 years old, when I first opened my my first little studio, I had a couple thousand, literally like three or four thousand dollars saved up from um, jobs in the past, and I uh, took all that and just said, "Hell with it! I'm investing in myself and in the arts and." Uh, it's here we go. interesting yeah. though how like when you go into high school and you know you like kind of have all these big dreams and then sometimes right. they work out sometimes you go completely the different way right. and then it's weird like 27 28 that's like when things start to happen and fall apart mm -hmm. and you just kind of like dive into stuff that you didn't think because like i'm 28 right now oh, there you are. Yeah. and like i 
you know, like was like, I'm going to be a journalist, then a teacher, and then this, right, and right. then that. And I'm not doing any of that now. Like, I quit I quit college. Yeah, no, <laughs> a lot of it is because society tells you you need to do that. Yeah. You need to go to college. And that is not true anymore. No. Uh, yeah, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer yeah. or certain things, there's certain industries and certain jobs that require certain degrees. Uh, but in this day and age, I mean, the entrepreneurs, it's an open market for all of us. You know, it's very... Uh, the opposite of what 100%. society was telling us growing up, you know, um, I'm 10 years older than you and it's, yeah, I mean, we're even more so like, you know, the whole time we're in this arts program, like obviously teachers, everybody's very, you know, very encouraging everything, but there's still society wise, uh, uh, you'll be a starving artist. You'll never marry. Like it, it's it, historically speaking, like that's where all of us were headed, you know? And, uh, not to say it's, you know, it's too much different or that the facade uh, of being a successful artist. Um, it's almost like you can't really do, like, it always has to be like you have to be, like, making a ton of money. Right. And you can't ever just, like, li have your, like, live your passions and, and create with your passions. Right. And, you know, have enough money to get by. Right. Like, you know, it's like you have to trade off, like, do I want, like, all this money or do I want to like do what I love most in the world and have you know money to pay my bills and be okay? Right. You know, everyone always and that's wants idea. money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Second hand is, is the the ideal one, but uh, a lot of people don't. I think still don't get that. Even um, mm -hmm. you know, as far as the music we listen to and the different things, like it's always about you know how much money you got and the material objects and things like yeah. that. Um, unfortunately, you know, we live in a world where you need some money to live. <laughs> You, uh, you know, you have to survive. So, um, yeah, it, it, but it's shifted. You know, it, it has shifted in the, uh, the ideals and ideology of, of how, of what success even is, I think is shifting. 100%. Day by day, so. 100%. Yeah. I think social media has helped that a little bit. Oh, big time. Yeah, A little sure. bit. Because you can like, you know, you, you can post one of your pictures right. on a, a website or Instagram and right. then anyone from all over the world can have access to it. Right. So you're not limited to just St. Pete. No. You you have like international range. Right. And I think that's a great that's a great thing. I think it connects us a lot too. So there's the downsides to social media, obviously, right. but you know, I think you know, I'm on that train that's like I, I love my social media. I curate it to exactly how I want it to be right. and I'm always happy. Right. You know? Um, how would you describe your art style? Because you're you're very versatile. We Thank see you. you do almost everything. Thank you. Um my art style is, uh, I mean, you know, you guys have seen different things, but for those of the uh, people listening that may not be as familiar with my work uh, or history of work, um, many styles, man, like Q-tip, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, many styles. Let, let's say, um, I, again, portraiture was always a big thing for me, uh, again, back to, you know, drawing baseball cards when I was a kid, that kind of thing, so... I love doing portraits and, and uh, realism. Really, I've, I've kind of, uh, my friend Joe, a tattoo artist, I haven't talked to in a few years, but uh, he dubbed what he did, and I kind of adopted it for myself as like an illustrative realism. Um, as much as I love doing something that's, you know, perfect, spot on, every pore in someone's face, um, I feel like there's still you still need the artistry in there, right? Yeah. Still, like, I want it to look like a painting as much as it looks like a photograph, which can mm -hmm. be challenging. So, 
uh, I want to see brush strokes, but still, I want that to look like Mac Miller, or I want that to look yeah. like Bob Marley or whatever, but I still want to see the artistry in it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, th I think that's really, um, for me, like my style, uh, it varies from, you know, the turtles and fish and the underwater stuff, which is just very reflective of where I grew up and yep. what, what I, you know, loved growing up and, and yeah, being born and raised in the Berg. Um, I'd say the portraiture stuff and or uh, the monsters and things like we have behind me here in my gallery um, is a little more of just uh, the free flow, fun, almost comparative doodle type yeah. of art for me. Um, so, you know, several different styles. And then does your life is inspire your art at all? Was it life, uh, life imitates art, art imitates life. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, uh, it seems to work both ways, yeah. yin and yang a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, yes and no. Like, uh, again, being born and raised in sunny St. Pete, Florida with, you know, sea turtles nesting on our shores and that kind of thing. It's very, um, you know, very much, my art is very, very Floridian at that point. Um, and even a lot of my motivation behind um, what I do and why I do it uh, with especially a lot of the murals and stuff is really it's not as much about the the art and some you know real artists quote unquote might disagree with this but um, the avant-garde uh, demographic and, and, and that's those circles of people I think it's a little different mindset but for me it's more about creating just in murals for instance uh, creating a big, awesome piece of art that everyone will enjoy. You know, they always say, try not to make everybody happy, but mm -hmm. I always try to make everybody happy. <laughs> um, you know, it's insane, but it, it works uh, for me. Um, so I think that's a lot of my motivation is really trying to, as easy as it sounds, it's actually really hard to try to get the masses to all agree, hey, we all like this, you know? Mm -hmm. so. Um, it's very mass appeal, I'd say, for my yeah. stuff, and I, I mean it. It's intentional. Yeah. You know, uh, the mass appeal aspect of it. Um, but again, I, in the beginning of doing the murals and things like that, it was very much I felt like I had to um, maybe kind of spoon feed the area a little bit. It's like, all right, we put up this big majestic bird. Um, maybe next time they'll let us do just some crazy character or something yeah. like that. You know, so it was. It's like a, it's a give and take a little bit. Yeah, and, and we're in a tourism economy, so yeah. like my art is very reflective of the tourism economy that I grew up in. Yeah. Um, and just what I was into growing up, music, uh, movies, you know, that kind of thing. So again, back to the portraits with pop culture and things like that. Um, yeah, very much into that kind of thing. So that, you know, shines through with when, when you look at my body of work, you know. Yeah, I would definitely say that. It looks like you're getting like a little bit back into like the portraits and pop culture and things like that. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit more so. Um, and it, it goes in waves, you know. Kind of depends on what what the season is calling for. What the know? season, <laughs> yeah, what the mood is calling for. Right. Like as a as a creative, you know, you, it's definitely you, you go through phases right. where it's like I'm really into this right now. This is all I want to do, and right. then you go back to the old stuff, and you know, I I can feel that. Do you have a favorite mural at all that you've done? That I've done. Um, you know what, I, I do and I don't. Um, I'd say there's a handful that stand out for me that I've done. Um, 
and they're all special for their own reasons. Uh, for a while, my favorite one that I did was on Beach Drive, uh, the little girl with the sunglasses. Yeah. That was always one of my favorites because that's actually a portrait of my niece. Um, so that right there makes it one of my favorites. Uh, it was a picture that I took too, you know, it was my own reference photo. Uh, and then the sunset inside of her glasses was actually a, a picture that my dad took of a sunset. Mm -hmm. He really loves taking pictures of the sky and sunset and things like that. So um, it was sentimental at that point for mm -hmm. me. Uh, and the fact that there was no uh, Smith and Associates, shout out to them, um, major art advocates for over for years and years here in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, they're the ones that actually hired me to do that on the side of their offices there on Beach Drive in downtown St. Pete. Um, I gave them the, the concept for the postcard that you know is the majority of the alley. But then we had that other wall where uh, Farah, my niece, is painted. Uh, we weren't sure exactly what I was going to put there. So like the night that I started it, I was like, I had a couple different pictures, a couple different things and people or whatever, and that was the one that just seemed to be the answer. So okay. I started that one. Uh, I think I completed it within a night or two. Um, but yeah, just the raw uh, creativity there and, and just being able to walk in, saying I'm not sure exactly what I'm painting, but I'm gonna give it my all, uh, made that one of my favorites. Um, one of my other favorites, I'd say, is Cultosaurus with the big red dinosaur. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that one. Uh, that one's my favorite. I have, for... I have that sticker. Do you? Yeah. yeah good. <laughs> uh, that one's one of my favorites for uh, another reason because it was a little more. I love dinosaurs. Always have. Um, that's very much like three to five year old Derek screaming out, "Hey, everybody!" You know, when I'm doing that kind of stuff. Uh, and I feel like that that young. Um, motivation and innocence when I'm working on that kind of stuff because it's so so freeform you know for me to do it, it's a lot of fun but it just even then celebrating some of the nostalgic things that we grew up with some of the cartoons and movies and different things that are reflected in that mural um and working with TJ at Cultasaurus and the, and the Lopez family that actually hired me to do it um was was a real treat so that's one of my favorites and then uh I don't know. Every everyone has its own little, little story behind it and yeah. things. So, um, but I'd say those are two of my favorites. The uh, the Bob Marley I just painted is a uh, is a new favorite, but it is really recent and one of those things. And uh, it's a very nice one. We went by and we looked at oh, it. Oh, thank you. Came, yeah, because yeah. we were out of town when you were doing, you know, right, of, right. And so we went by when we came back, and it's it's looking good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Like every every mural has its own tale and where you were in life at mm -hmm. that point and uh yeah I, i'd say yeah they're all my favorites it, uh, it's <laughs> funny because when we were you know when i was like transitioning out of my old job into this i worked with one girl and i think she went to school with your niece because she was like hey like do you know this like donnelly guy like i think he's an artist <laughs> right, and right. i'm like yeah Derek donnelly same thing right. arts yeah right, right. i know it's cool and she's like, okay, cool. Like, because I'm just now starting to think about it, but like, I think I know his niece. Like, we went to school together. Really? And I was like, she's, and he's like, she has like a mural, like with like sunglasses. And I'm like, oh, cool. I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't really think about that specifically, but that's like really cool. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, and that's funny. it's, it's funny now. That's she so was like, cool. do you know? And I was like, yeah, actually, I do. Yeah. Like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, I know. He's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, do you have a favorite style to paint in? Like, do you really like the spray paint or are you more into like using like the paint brushes? And more it depends acrylic? on the mood. The mood? Yeah, it depends on the mood and, and really um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you know, again, seasons of it for me, as I call it, where it's like I'm, I'm really into, you know, spray painting or um, seems like around, you know, the Christmas season, for instance, um, you know, holiday season, I seem to always be focused on doing canvas work mm -hmm. and doing that kind of thing. So, uh, no, it's just kind of depending on the mood again, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love aerosol and I love the spray paint. Um, but there's nothing like sitting in a nice air-conditioned studio <laughs> working on a, on a, you know, 24 by 36 inch painting, um, you know, with music playing. Versus, yeah, yeah. Versus, yeah, being out in 100 degree weather with 99% humidity, wearing a mask, uh, <laughs> pre-COVID even. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were wearing masks before it was cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, being out there sweating and just, yeah, having, even that, it, it, it's, that's got its own appeal to it, you know. Some days I just feel like working really hard and going out there and doing that kind of stuff, and it's raining outside, mm -hmm. so I can't. I've got to force myself to work in the studio. Yeah. Versus, um, yeah, it's all my mindset, you know. And I think a lot of artists are like that that do different types of things and are try to be versatile. I'm not an artist per se, but like you know, I enjoy art and I enjoy painting. It's great to you know, and it's fun to like you know create something of your own. But like, I feel like really cool when I have a spray like hand in my hand and I'm just like, oh yeah, spraying everything. And I'm yeah. like, I'm cool. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's a, a it's a feeling. It's a fun feeling, dude. It's a whole a whole vibe with that because you're really, uh, uh, you know, you're tapping into. You know the graffiti culture and there's just a lot of a lot of stuff behind that when you're doing it but um i love i love spray painting i really do so if i had to you know pick um one or the other i don't know that i really could uh again it's a matter of of my mood at that time and what you know my scope of my work is mm -hmm. at that point so spray painting definitely helps with a big wall right yeah. As a, as compared to yeah, hand painting on something like that could take months versus days. You know. Did you have to like? Because I know like artisan, like you know, like before they were kind of like here mm -hmm. in St. Pete. Um, did you have to like paint any large walls with just like? Just no, paint? honestly, artisan's existence in uh -huh. St. Pete in my career pretty parallel time frame wise. Oh, lucky. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I messed with spray paint when I was a teenager a little bit, mm -hmm. but like people weren't doing things with spray paint back then that they're yeah. doing now, yeah. you know, uh, it's evolved like any other industry, you know, they were doing things that people, I could never imagine, you know, painting Bob Marley the way I just painted him with freaking spray cans, you know, when I was a teenager, mm -hmm. like, um, yeah, no, sometimes, especially with indoor projects, you know, uh, you can't always just dump out cans mm -hmm. of spray paint inside a business. Um, but I was lucky in, in, in the regard to, uh, say, again, with Austin and Artisan, who I've got to credit a lot, uh, this city would not be even half as color about him. Um, and before him, there was Central Arts Supply. Uh, Pat there was always really good uh, with the first generation of mm -hmm. artists, uh, Aka and Basque and Test One. Um, all the original spray paint mm -hmm. artists. Um, sorry if I missed anybody, <laughs> uh, but no, there's there's a few. Um, he was good about having stuff in stock and that kind of thing. Uh, they went out of business a few years ago, but um, they were more of a of an art store. Like a, you go in there and find anything, mm -hmm. uh, oil paint and you know acrylic paint, not just not just you know spray paint and, and canvas, but. Uh, 
Yeah, Austin's shop existing in, in my mural career has been very, very uh, parallel as far as times go. You know, I think he opened in like 2010 or 11 yeah. um, at his first location on Central. And that's right when I started doing murals. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard though. Yeah, on the interior ones, back to that, it's kind of, you know, you have to be careful because, uh, you know, last thing you want to do is ruin a bunch of restaurant equipment or uh, furniture in someone's home if you're in a residence. Um, you know, spray painting a bunch of stuff. So a lot of times I'll, we come up with creative solutions to, uh, you know, create ventilation or stuff like that. We've got to use spray paint, but more times than not, I hand paint a lot of stuff on the inside. Um, so it could, you know, take more time and in turn cost more. My big question for you is, it seems like expecting art wars really kind of like showcase this. They like to tease you for all the turtles that you do. Oh yeah. How did you become the turtle dude? Uh, it's so funny. Uh, so the turtle, okay, when I, again, after my hiatus and not really creating much art for many years, I went downtown St. Pete, and like I mentioned, I, I met a handful of artists, uh, Aurelius, Jennifer Chanley, Chainsaw Chuck, Majewski, and Bill Wu were the first few that I had met. Mm -hmm. um, Sebastian Coolidge and Zulu pretty much directly after that, or right around that time. All right, so my uh, coming into being known as the turtle guy. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is I, I think a lot of a lot of the artists really kind of grit their teeth at that. Um, because for me, it's really, it, it's fish in a barrel. Uh, you know, who doesn't love sea turtles? And again, like it being um, such a uh, ancient, uh, you know, prehistoric creature that still exists. And they nest on our shores. They've always intrigued me. Mm -hmm. I've always loved the turtles. Like I said, I've always loved dinosaurs, that kind of thing. Um, but I never painted one until uh, my late great friend and mentor, uh, Bill Wu, had passed away. So Bill Wu was, again, one of the first artists I met in St. Pete, but definitely the first artist in St. Pete that I met with uh, some sort of local clout. You know, mm -hmm. he had his own little gallery. He's doing all these fish and turtles and different mm -hmm. paintings. Uh, and he was, he was the turtle guy. He was the fish guy. Um, he passed away due to complications from uh, a brain tumor that he had back actually in 07. Got removed. Um, from there on to like 2012, I believe it was 07, uh, to like 2012, he really made an incredible impact as a working artist here in Tampa Bay. Again, open his own gallery, that kind of thing. More than anything, that guy had a way of bringing people together. Mm -hmm. So, as we spoke, you know, right before this podcast about the uh, inclusivity of mm -hmm. St. Pete and within, not only within the arts community, but the community, you know, or the artist, the artist community to the rest of the the regular community. Yeah. Um, Bill Wu really set the stage and standard for that. I don't think or know that this town would be as welcoming as it is with, um, whether it's artist to artist or artist to just community leader, whatever, without Wu. Uh, Wu set the stage as far as us together, one hand washes the other. Um, I'm an open book, yeah, I'm selling paintings, da, 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 but you know, why don't you come set up in front of my gallery 
uh, was very, very open armed and open book with everything and everyone. Um, any other artist that we've mentioned will tell you the same story about him. Um, so Wu ended up passing away November 26, 2012. Um, complications from medication that he was taking for seizures in regards to his, because he had pretty much like an ice cream scoop removed from his brain whenever they took out the tumor a few years before. Um, he just didn't make it, you know. So uh, that night we started a, uh, on the side of my original gallery, St. Paint, which I'm sure we'll talk about shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, we started, uh, Christian Thomas and myself, um, Christian Thomas also doesn't really get the, uh, the respect of the clout, I think, that he deserves being um, someone that was very pivotal and, and, and influential in this entire, entire damn scene. Uh, we started the portrait of Wu that still exists on the 600 block uh, the night that he passed. Um, you know, we were both like really upset, crying, so upset. I mean, this is a guy that, again, like, you know, I hadn't done art for eight or nine years. He ends up just like opening his arms to me, telling me I'm really good, I'm awesome. Come on down, show this off. Damn, dude, you're better than me. And like, and, and still Aww. like elevating me and trying to, you know, so, uh, I was like, what's this guy's motivation? Why the fuck does he care? Why? Um, and it was really just humane. He just cared. He just really wanted to, to see others and, and others like him do well. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that shifted my perspective on my art, on whatever, but really in my whole life. Um, so from that point moving forward, uh, Wu passed away. Uh, he would often tell me too, like, hey, you know, I paint a lot of celebrities actually when I was doing a lot of the celebrity pop culture portraiture stuff when we'd set up in front of a 400 beach with, uh, you know, a couple other artists, Laura James and Jennifer Chanley, Aurelius, other people we'd set up and I'd do my, you know, I'd be there painting my uh, portrait of, you know, somebody that just passed. Uh, Macho Man was one of them, you know, back when Macho Man passed away. Uh, and then other people were, you know, uh, Aurelius is there drawing his badass robots, and uh, you know Jennifer's there painting some beautiful face, and it really, um, you know, it showed a diverse group of people. Uh, but when Wu passed, uh, he would he would tell me at those times like, hey, paint a turtle, you know, guarantee you sell it, you know, blah blah blah. I was like, no, that's your thing, man. I don't, you know, I want to step on your toes, you know, and whatever. Once he passed, I was like, man. I'm gonna paint a turtle for Wu, so I I painted one. Yeah. Uh, they someone loved it. They bought it. I painted another one. Um, before you know it, I just was painting turtles and fish like crazy. Yeah. You know, so really that's kind of how it happened. I piggybacked off of BC Wu. Uh, Bill Pereira Wu was his full name. Uh, Wu was actually his nickname, but um, I, I have to credit Wu for. Not only you know me getting into some of the sea life art and some of that stuff, um, but really again bringing this community together um, in St. Pete. It, it, he debatably did it single-handedly in the beginning there. You know, so once I seen him do that, the way he operated, I was like, this is the ticket. You know, this is the yeah. way it works, man. Because we're out there in front of the bars, and again, you got a Aurelius painting a robot me painting Jay-Z or Robert De Niro or someone I, I admire. Uh, 
And, you know, some, some people would run up to me like, oh my God, that's incredible, blah, blah, blah. Uh, some other people would run right by me, like I'm not even there, run up to Aurelius because yeah. they gravitated towards his work. Um, and I noticed, I was like, man, there's really freaking something here, you know, like these people are really, they like this different mix of stuff. It's not, you know, yeah. it's not, uh, you know, you can't put a, put a lid on it. This is all kinds of different cool shit happening, you know, by different artists. So um, that gave me the inspiration for, for my first spot, my, my first little art shop slash gallery. I think you got you guys and, and you know you as well have done like a really good job of keeping that energy because like I've you know I didn't know him right you know and it, when, when the art scene was booming I was really young and right, I wasn't right. really allowed to be down here right but like just you describing him and everything like I'm thinking in my head and I'm like okay well you know that's that's what you're doing right now right like you know like right. you're kind of like Papa Bear like you make I've sure tried like, it, so I've, I've tried to model the way I interact with other artists the way I interact with the community business owners to the bombs yeah. uh you know again homeless people to, to the mayor yeah i know a lot of a lot of different mm -hmm. types of people um Wu really taught me how important it was to you know engage with everybody yeah and get that exposure and and, mm -hmm. and treat people like people and elevate mm -hmm. your fellow artists you know just because you know, so-and-so is selling a painting doesn't mean you're not going to sell one. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was really, again, inspiration for even my first shop, same thing, you mm -hmm. know, where it was like, I wanted to encompass, uh, you know, and embody all of St. Pete art under one roof and it be a one hand washes other approach. Like yeah. you have artwork in there, you're going to tell mm -hmm. your followers and friends, and this is even... It was like late 2011, early 2012 when I got into that space. So Instagram was just started. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the followers wasn't even a thing yet, any of that. It was, uh, you know, Facebook was, was a couple years solid. It was already, you know, Facebook was taking over the world by that point. Um, but I noticed, you know, in real life and in, in the way we interacted with each other, how important it was to elevate each other yeah. and help each other. And I... This artwork and these murals and these paintings will fade and they'll go away and yep. they'll chip off the wall, um, you know, long after, or, you know, I'll be long gone. Uh, but hopefully, you know, I planted some seed somewhere in some mind that grew into something greater and continues to, to flourish and, and hopefully produce seeds themselves one day to help another younger artist and that kind of thing. So really in just in the name of the creative culture of the whole Tampa Bay area. Too. Yeah. I don't want to limit it to just St. Pete, but you know, the whole Tampa Bay area and how, you know, again, everybody just kind of works together towards elevating each other. You know? Art should always, and like, well, you know, when I say art, not just like, you know, art, but like right. music and writing and things like that, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, it should never ever be dividing mm -hmm. it, because in a sense, like it should always be unifying people. Right. No, that's the whole nature of exactly. it. Exactly. That's the reason like, it exists. You know, you know? it's, yeah. you know, and just cause you know, you know, one person might not like that, but there's like 10 other people that do, right. you know, but like, you know, like I said, like, I'm not an artist, like I can't do what y you can do, but I can enjoy what you've done and right. be like, okay, like crap, like I wish I could do that. And I can go home and try to replicate it and just kind of be like, oh, okay, well, you know, I tried, it's okay. Yeah, but still, there's, you know? there's stuff that, you know, you can do that I can't do. Yeah. And, and very, uh, 
I always, I always joke about it being a gift and a curse or how yeah. we're, we're idiot savants about it sometimes, you know, it's just kind of, uh, it's like, how the hell do you paint that, that big? It's like, dude, I don't know. I figured it out. I just did it. Uh, <laughs> dude, like right now, like yeah. I'm working on, cause like, you know, like I like to paint and color and things like that. Cause right. it's a stress reliever. Oh, yeah. Am I going to sell? No, I'm not. No one's going to buy my artwork. Okay. Not I'm not that, that great. Actually, no. But you know, <laughs> but also in a sense, like I don't, I don't have that desire to be that. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But it's relaxing to me. Right. You know? And so like, I'm working on this like kind of like large canvas right now. Right. And it's filled with just flowers and they're so basic. Yeah. But there's so many flowers. And I'm thinking, I'm like, Oh my gosh, these are what artists go through. You know, and I'm like, but like in a sense, like I can just leave this and not touch it for months right? and it'll be okay. And I'm like, but the artist probably needs to really finish that. And it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's you a know? whole different uh, thing when you turn, you know, you turn that passion and mm -hmm. the way that you, uh, that escape and the mm -hmm. way you have your therapy with it mm -hmm. and you turn, not only, uh, turn it into a way you make a living, but, uh, give it to the world yeah. to critique and put their pinkies up about yeah. and uh it's a whole different it's a whole different thing and it um fortunately and unfortunately becomes a job at that point yeah. so it changes the vibe a little bit yeah it can so I, I can fully admit you know I'm just uh you know kind of real about it um it, it does it turns into a job and it turns into something where um you know it might take a little bit of that passion away from it uh you know in, in, in a brief moment you know so yeah. when i'm going out to work on a big mural and i'm stressed out about something or whatever and maybe i'm not in the mood to go mm -hmm. out and paint today yeah uh but i still have to yes yeah. i need to pay the bills and i've got a baby to feed or whatever yeah. it is um but then i sit back at the end of the day and i'm like you whiny son of a bitch yeah. Just get off. Hey, quit. What are you talking about? You're paying walls. You're making people happy. You're getting paid to do it. Get out there and do what you need to do. And uh, yeah, appreciate those things in life, man. Because it's it, but you know it is easy to again. You take that passion, that thing that I always had as an escape as a kid. Um, you know, you give it to the world to critique. And, and, uh, it does harden just a little piece of you. It you has know? to, because you, you know, get, or, you or you don't let it, or you yeah. don't let it, uh, you know, you put it out there and have that same attitude you were just saying, where it's yeah. like, uh, you know, okay, there's five people might not like it, but these 50 yeah. people do, or, or vice versa. Yeah. These 50 people hate it, uh, these five people like it, so I'm going to stick with that crew. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, like, I get, like, fiercely protective sometimes over the things right. that I post. You know, like, some, some, you know, sometimes when I do a post, it takes me 30, 45 minutes just to like just to figure, you yeah. know, and then one person has to like say something crazy. And I'm like, are you kidding me yeah, right yeah. now? And I'm like, no, I just poured my heart into this. I just you poured asked. 45 <laughs> minutes of my life into this. And yeah, you yeah. have something snotty to say. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it drives me crazy. But right. I take a little step back and be like, just ignore it. Right. You know, just ignore it. No, you it. have to. It's, um, yeah, it, just being, being aware of yourself yeah. and your emotions is, uh, I'd say a very important, if not the most important aspect of being like a working mm -hmm. creative professional, whether you're a painter or you're you and you're doing blogs and stuff, yeah. I mean, you're still doing something creative and you're yeah. doing, you are an artist at that point. Writing it's, in a sense has always been my medium. Yeah, like yeah. I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to like tell stories because in a sense, like stories are our history right. and you know, like everything, a culture relies on its stories. And so that was very important right. to me. And so that's, that's in a sense, that's my medium. That's I might not I, be I, able to paint, but I can write. Right. I never, uh, I never really, I don't think I've told too many people this, but my, there was a point when I was in, 
fifth, sixth grade, uh, actually maybe even a little further into middle school, sixth, seventh grade, where I was really good at writing. I loved to write. Um, and had I not gone a little more towards mm -hmm. the drawing, it would have been, I might have been a writer. But they're connected. They are. You That's know, what I mean. because it, it's like, very much the same. Your painting is just a story and, and right. that, and that like art right. form with the colors and everything. Right. Writing is that. Right. It's just in a sense, like when you write and you're reading, I'm creating that in my head, right. not just on a piece of paper. So they go hand in hand. But you know what too, I'm gonna just say it because uh, I'm gonna manifest it now, but yeah, my ultimate dream, and I, again, I've only told a handful of people this. You guys are opening me up here, this is good. <laughs> um, I wanna create a, a movie, a film one day and combine those things, you know? Like I really, like that is, my ultimate dream is to like really make a, an awesome, compelling story into a film yeah. one day. Uh, well, combining my yeah, combining here. yeah, my love of of storytelling mm -hmm. uh, and visuals together, and uh, you know that. And I I don't think it's anything what like what I have in my mind isn't anything what people would expect from me. Um, being you know the the muralist that paints all the turtles and the you know fun stuff and, and pretty stuff. Uh, I think it would be maybe even a little more of like a darker tale or something like that, possibly. But uh, yeah, ultimately, yeah, in a perfect world and, and Operation Endgame, I, I'm going to direct a movie one day. Yeah, direct a movie yeah. and then just retire. Yeah, and just be okay. I'm done. That's it. To drive, it would drive people crazy. Yeah, I think yeah. I might. Go, yeah. go for it. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's funny too because, like, you know, when I was thinking of a blog idea, I didn't want it just to be a normal blog. Right. You know, I wanted something creative about it. And like my like idea was like take the murals mm -hmm. and just write little stories behind them. Right. So each of the mural in a sense has its like has its own kind of like little story, short right. story to go with it. I love it. I'm, I'm gonna keep that. Yeah. If anyone steals that, I swear to God, no, I'll fight them. Keep doing it. I will. I, I will fight that. them. No need to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So. Your first gallery that you opened, it was you. It was called Saint Paint, right? Yeah. And is that how, like, in a sense, Derek Donnelly Saint Paint Arts yeah. kind of came to be? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was funny, man. I've sent around. Um, I've sent around with one of my best buddies, actually, the first first friend I ever had, uh, Schmitty, and me and Schmitty are sitting around. Uh, this is late two thousand eleven. I'm trying to think of what to call this place, uh, you know, that I'm going to open up. Uh, again, I already had my uh, vision for it in, in the respect that, like, it would be, you know, all artists of St. Pete or Tampa Bay, creative spirit that we have here in St. Pete. Um, so I just uh, I smoked a lot of weed that night. Um, stoner moment where I'm like, well, what about, like, Saint Paint, like you know, Saint Pete, but paint, like da da da, and uh, I don't know. He got a look on his face, like, yeah, that's that might be it. I think you got it, like you know. And um, I was like, I don't know. It sounds kind of religious, or it sounds whatever. I'm like, but we're in Saint Pete. Fuck it, let's run with it. So I decided to just kind of run with it as the name for the first shop. So yeah, Saint Paint itself was my first shop and gallery. Again, Instagram started the same year. Mm -hmm. 
when I started my Instagram, it was Saint Paint Arts because I think Saint, someone had already taken it. You know, Instagram was maybe six months old or something. So um, I did the Saint Paint Arts, and then yeah, as the years have gone on, I, I just you know the followers, different people, it's like that's how they knew me. Uh, I started to uh, actually back up. Wu would would call me Saint Paint at one point too. After I came up with the name and everything. He'd ride by the gallery every day when he was leaving his gallery and scream, say, hey, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just kind of mess with me a little bit. And, uh, I decided that that was, yeah, I was like, all right, I guess I've become St. Paint, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it, it kind of, um, yeah, my first shop name more or less just in the Instagram handle turned into, um, you know, my personal artist name, uh, weirdly enough, but, uh. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm actually trying to get away from that a little bit in the regards of me being the same pain and getting mm-hmm. back to the original vision of, you know, it embodying everything about St. Pete and the creative culture. So, so you're trying to like push St. Pete back like more think, into the community again? I think so. Yeah. Um, and or, um, you know, dub the studio or the space we're in. Like I, I love the Cove name and I yeah. might stick with that. I really haven't decided yet, but uh uh, it might all just be St. Paint sooner than later. Yeah. You know. Um, and you just be Derek Donnelly again? Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah, it's always been. But yeah. it's, uh, yeah, again, really it was just having that gallery and that Instagram and rather than like making a separate account and all this, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just kind of became how people knew of me, you know. So yeah. then I'd sign the murals with St. Paint on it. Um, but that original vision of, of, you know, it being an all-inclusive, uh, you know, gallery, you know, for all creatives of, of St. Pete in, in the Tampa Bay area um, has never went away, you know. Hmm. So I, I guess in like that perspective, you know, is how can like we as a community in a sense support that dream of yours more? Like other than obviously just like coming to events and buying your art, like how can like we help facilitate in a sense that dream? You guys are, man. You guys already are. Uh, you know, even stuff like this today, um, the sharing, uh, you know, that everyone does, like the, the community as a whole, like we wouldn't be able to do this and, you know, if no one gave a shit. Like, and you guys all care so much that like, to the point where like you two put you on blast here, man. You quit your job, <laughs> you call college dropouts, <laughs> and, and ended up, you know, pursuing your dream here of highlighting cool stuff in the area um, and blogging about it and using your writing and using your videography skills, doing, and that is so fucking cool. Like mm-hmm. that is, that is the spirit of us. That is the spirit of St. Pete and this new creative culture and this, this art renaissance that's happened the past 10 years here. Uh, really globally, but especially, you know, regionally here in our, our area. Um, that's what it's all about. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of, you know, buying more paintings and commissioning us for more murals and, and I guess even on that front, you know, educating business owners and educating yeah. people on why it's important to maybe think about getting a mural on the outside of their building and what that could do for them to set themselves apart from the competition or serve as a landmark or whatever. Uh, or just in the name of the damn culture, you know, just in the name of, of keeping some cool, inspiring stuff up for the public to all enjoy, the kids to enjoy on their bus ride to school, the parents on their way to work, 
you know, um, I mean, I think that's what it's all about, you know. Do you think the progression of St. Pete and the way that it's kind of like moving forward now is going to help maybe facilitate that more? Or do you think there's a possible worry there that it's going to kind of like stop that a little bit? Because, <sighs> you know, there's like there's like kind of like the hesitation there. We have a lot of apartment complexes right. going up. There's the debate like, do we need more apartment complexes? Should those be, you know, brick and mortar stores that are going in, you know, like... And a lot of the artists are kind of like, yeah, man, I just feel like St. Pete's moving away from that artsy vibe it used to be. There's a lot of like kind of, it's a mixed bag of feelings right now. And I honestly, that's how I answer it. It's a mixed bag yeah. of, of feelings for me. Um, yin and yang with everything. It's like, again, there wasn't any reason to go downtown St. Pete outside of a concert or you know, maybe a specific restaurant. Um, baseball game, you know, you went down there for very specific things. You didn't go down there and just freaking hang out, you know? Um, I, some people did, but not, I mean, the general public didn't just wander around downtown St. Pete. That I wasn't, was not that allowed wasn't downtown St. Cool. Pete. You're not allowed down there yeah. as a teenager and kid uh, because everything was boarded up and it was very stagnant, you know? Um, so the growth was needed. You know, it was very much needed. Uh, how much it's grown and how quick it's grown is another story. Um, I feel like that, like gentrification is real. Mm -hmm. It has yeah. happened. Oh, it's yeah. part of the reason I'm up in Pinellas Park now versus mm -hmm. being in the city limits of St. Petersburg. Um, you know, even as, you know, Humble Flex, as, as one of the, the several artists that was able and fortunate enough to put up some of that work in downtown and help bring this new identity, um, it'd be very hard for me to own or rent in especially downtown right now. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's the classic tale, you know, of art washing, mm -hmm. you know, art and it's, it is happening. Um, but with that are coming, uh, you know, a lot of people from other areas that, um, you know, they're seeing this culture and they're seeing it and they're saying, hell with it, let's, who's I bombs. I want to buy a painting off of him. Uh, who's, you know, Zulu, who's, you know, they see these murals and then um, it's bringing a lot of people here that have a lot more money than what we're used to having in our area. Yeah. You know, it was tourism economy. It's a lot of times it was only a place where people would vacation. That's not the case anymore. So on the positive note, that's true. Um, on the other end of the coin, it, it is, uh, you know, there, there's a way of, of supporting us without uh, stepping on our, our shoulders, you know, yeah. and I think it's important to uh, continue that, you know, like St. Pete, you know, couldn't and wouldn't be what it is without the arts. And I think moving forward, you know, our, our community leaders, uh, city leaders, the administration within the cities and even just the surrounding municipalities around St. Pete, the different cities, Pinellas Park, the beaches, Largo, uh, Clearwater, um, Tampa Bay in general, uh, you know, we need to recognize that it is an important part of why we've grown and an important part to uh, keep us growing and, and yeah. you know, keep us here, you know. It's, uh, if, if we don't and, and people aren't aware of it, uh, you know, it could end up just being a cookie cutter type of town, like, like you know, we don't want and like you see in every other Walmart town in America, you know? <laughs> it's, um, you know, so hopefully uh, 
But I don't know. St. Pete really, it seems to, you know, collectively have uh, a vibe that, that, that is elevating each other regardless. So, you know, a lot of business owners, you know, they're still calling for murals. They're still yeah. calling for paintings to hang on their walls. Uh, and again, we're getting a lot of people moving here that younger progressive people it's not God's waiting room anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know which was our nickname you know when I was a kid uh, we're getting a younger demographic moving here that enjoys art that you know is from LA or from New York and they grew up looking at all this cool graffiti and different stuff and of course they're gravitating towards it yeah. when they come here you know so um, yeah it's uh, again yin and yang on that whole subject yeah it's, it's a very bit of a you know bag. gentrification happen happening mm -hmm. it's getting worse but there are there are some benefits there's to benefits it. to it um, yeah you know or can be yes. uh, you know but there are you know a certain group of, of people and I don't blame them but uh, you know they grew up in stagnant st. Pete where you know beers were a dollar and they you know want those days back but I don't know. I, I I don't like growing. I didn't like growing up in a stagnant, shitty economy where it was all based on our tourism and that kind of thing for the beaches. Um, I guess a better way to say it is, I, I'd like to leave the city a little prettier and fun than what I grew up in. You know, I I, I can't uh, I can't see this not being an art town yeah. moving forward. You know, like it. it I think it always will be. Well, I'm happy I can go downtown now. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. you know, like, I'm happy I, I, I can go downtown. I can, like, hang out with my girlfriends and, you right. know, and just chill. Like, I'm happy that my sister, she's 16. Right. And all her friends, they just, they run around downtown all the they're time. They're safe down there. And, yeah. They're safe and they're, down there. And they're which safe. Is crazy. Yeah. They're, they're safe. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, and, you know, I got a martial art background, so, you know, right. I'm, it's push comes to shove, I'm Not okay. Right. You know, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> defend the family honor. Right, right. But for the most part, I don't really feel unsafe in right. downtown. I don't feel like I'm gonna need to use that. Right. You know, I don't, I don't get harassed. I don't right. get catcalled. Like right. I just don't have those issues. No, it's, and it's nice. Yeah, you know, it's it's nice. Right, and had a lot of that. You know, these big developers and these different people not moved in and built. Some of these high rises, <laughs> all this stuff that I kind of want to roll my eyes about, only just because I'm just getting old. Uh, we're just getting old, and it's just kind of um, you just got to shake your head about it, you know, yeah. how far we've come and how different it really is. Uh, but again, I, I think it's a necessary evil yeah. in some ways, yeah. you know, because uh, without it, we just all still be very, very broke, starving, starving artists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. But I, I'm confident that the uh, creative culture will continue to flourish in the greater Tampa Bay area moving forward in the years to come. So Here's to our fingers crossed. Right. But even with that said, like, you know, as an artist and someone who's always putting creative work out there, there's always that fear of, like, replication or someone taking it. You know, like, right. and I know you're a very big advocate of, like, making sure no one's getting screwed over. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, even even yeah, with my own neck on the line most of yeah. the time. Uh, but like, why, like, why is why is that so important to you? Other than the fact is that yeah, it is. It's hard work. It's blood, sweat, and tears into it. But why is that so important to you to make sure that you know your stuff stays, you know, yours, stuff, and right. and you know, like other artists, their stuff stays their stuff. 
you know, and there's not people going around kind of like stealing it. Honestly, the, uh, if that question makes a little sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It, yeah. it makes total sense. I just, I've dealt with so many angles of this question that, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to approach it. It is um, a hot, it is a hot topic because, you know, it's just like you have, you know, the debate of like, you know, let's for instance, like when people tag us in pictures of your murals, like right. the first thing we look for is, well, did they tag the artist? Right. You know, it's cause like. I don't want to post or share. I don't want to be associated with anything where you're not tagging the artists. I think you know? what's happening, honestly, is, again, we're in an arts renaissance. Yeah. It's global. Uh, you can see it, you know, everywhere. But here in St. Pete especially, um, I set a precedence back in 2017 with a gentleman uh, who shall not be named um, that actually was trying to capitalize on us and, and print out pictures of the murals. And uh, I actually had the unfortunate experience of working with this guy uh, with Sebastian Coolidge a few years prior to that. Um, so I already wasn't big on this fella and ended up, uh, he's posting all this stuff about how he's got these prints for, of murals for sale in his mm -hmm. little uh, Kratom lounge uh, over in downtown St. Pete. So I, uh, I got really, really pissed when I seen Chad Mize and a few other people posting about it and this guy trying to take advantage of our hard work. Uh, again, you take that, that thing that you had as a kid and you give it to the world. Last thing you have is that thing that yeah. you're giving to the world and then you got some asshole trying to capitalize yeah. on it. Um, anywho, I, I went on uh, Facebook Live, made this big video of me walking into this guy's business, giving him hell, the whole deal. Um, that helped. <laughs> that helps uh, set a precedence for you know don't mess with us type type situation, um, but it's very important because you know we have again it's it's all we have uh, and like you said when someone you know posts something online I, I can't tell you how many messages I get every month about hey I just took these pictures I hope it's cool to post them. It's like, yeah, like we need that. Yeah. Like, it's in the public. And there's also, you know, to just people that are ignorant to it uh, in the nicest form of ignorance, you know, just the act of not knowing. Um, well, it's in the public. Mm -hmm. Is it a public property at that point? Yeah. Actually, no. It's still our intellectual property. Yeah. It's there for all of you to enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's there for you to take a picture with of whatever but it's not there for you to capitalize on. Mm -hmm. And it's not there for you to take a picture, print it out, and then try to sell it. You know, the, the culture vulture capitalization of, of our hard work, I think is really what grinds everybody's gears uh, with it, especially mine. Um, but it's important, man. Like, it's important to have, you know, you guys, again, if you guys didn't care, we couldn't do it. If you guys didn't enjoy my work on the walls down around the town, uh, I wouldn't be doing work on the walls around town, you know? So it's very important that the community understands that is still, I don't care if it's been there five, 10 years, whatever, that still so-and-so's intellectual property that came from their mind or their whatever, even if they Googled an image, whatever, I don't care. They still hand painted that thing on the wall. Yeah. Uh, that is their vision and their, their intellectual property. So at that point it, it is, it, you know, there's no stipulation, or I'm sorry, there's no debate about 
it being anybody else's or it being for the public, whatever. It's I, I like to tell everybody it's it's the street art and the murals are it's for everybody, but nobody can take it home. I like that. You know, it's kind of uh, that's kind of what it is. It's yeah. for everybody. It's a, an entire outdoor gallery now. Um, but the great thing is, you can take it home. You can take pictures of it. You can, you know, uh, you know, do all this stuff. Whereas, you know, years ago that wasn't an option because social media didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, things are things are a little different. They're evolving yeah. as as we speak. You know, things are things are changing every day in that in that realm. Um, there's a couple cases too. Uh, you know, Five Points up in New York. Uh, where the tides are starting to change for local or for artists in general, you know, we're starting to have a lot more rights than what we had in the past. Um, you know, even the term starving artists, uh, you know, it's starting to get a little, a little laughable, you know, it's, it's, yeah. there's so much commerce in, in, in art, you but know, throughout like the country. COVID has helped that. COVID's definitely played every, a role. Almost every artist I talk to, they're like, yeah, business is booming. I think it has. You know, I feel like COVID really, um, and there's, you can make sense of it. Yeah. Even me, you know, when, when COVID started, it was, uh, March 12th, I believe last year, I got four or five emails and or calls where it was like, Hey, we're going to cancel this for now. Hey, we're going to put this on the back burner. Hey, I'm like, the whole world is gone. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I need to go work at Sam's club or something, (laughs) uh, (laughs) or Costco. Costco uh, is actually known to be a really great company to work for. I've heard that. I've heard that. Uh, Publix too. I've heard. Um, so I was worried, man. I, the first day or two there, but uh, you know, not too worried. I, I always figure it out. But um, I noticed after that, though, you know, after the initial scare and the two weeks went by, the first fourteen days, and everyone realized it wasn't just a cloud of death that was pluming the nation that's going to sweep into your home and kill everybody. Uh, it really, uh, people started to call. They're like, hey, we've been thinking about doing a mural uh, in the office, but um, yeah, there's always people in there, but no one's in there right now. So you want to come, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, or you think about a lot of people, you know, a lot, a lot of people are working from home now. Mm-hmm. Um, they need something to look at while yeah. they're working at home, you know, so they might get a mural in the backyard or get a mural on the inside of the living room or buy a painting or a sculpture or something like that. So um, to me, it makes sense that the artists are, are busy during these times, you know, it's uh, and again, like it's for the public, you know, in a sense. So it, it, you know, what better way if everyone's stuck inside to get a message out than to, you know, paint it real large on the side of a building, you know, yeah. it's uh, so I'm seeing, you know, even the uh, the newest piece by Vitali Brothers that actually uh, covered one of my old pieces um, is a Shepherd Ferry mural. Yeah. Yeah. Which is incredible, you know. So, um, and that that one is literally, uh, you know, almost COVID related. You know, it's like mm-hmm. power to the patient. Yeah. It really has a, a, a strong message behind it with that. You know. I feel like it's a because your the Grammy mural was it had a nice like story to it too like oh, yeah, is, yeah. what did this woman start again she, she was the founder of AARP yes uh, yeah Dr. Ethel Percy Andrews founded AARP uh, I believe in the 1970s when she was in her 70s yeah uh, and actually the first female principal of California just like super progressive hip yeah. lady for a day you know um, 
So yeah, when AARP approached me about doing a couple murals, this was about six years ago now, uh, I came up with the two different concepts. The one was the extreme Ethel. Again, Ethel Percy Andrews was the founder. Uh, I wanted to do her in these like extreme sports uh, situations. So the one was a skateboarder. And then the other design I had for her was her on a jet ski, like tearing it up. So then I had, so it was tricky because I was working with the Morian Art Center to do them on the back of the mm -hmm. Morian. Uh, but it's for AARP. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing about the murals is you can't really put any logos in there. They've mm -hmm. been a little looser about that lately. Um, but in the city codes and things, the, the, the way it's worded is, uh, I believe still to this day, is uh, height times width, 8% of the wall. That's how big your logo can be. Um, so... We were going to incorporate logos, things like that. We decided not to and just kind of tell the tales as they did the mural tours and things like that. Um, I had the two different concepts. So there was the couple, uh, I'm sorry, four different concepts. Two were the, the extreme uh, granny, the, the Ethel, and then the dinosaur, mm -hmm. uh, which is on the opposite side of where Ethel was, uh, the Taurus dinosaur. Um, that was all about poking fun at the idea of this being God's waiting room and all the old people down here being dinosaurs, that kind of thing, you know, and really uh, kind of poke fun at that, you know, uh, uh, you know, everyone that lives here is prehistoric and, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of um, making light of that whole situation. Um, so yeah, AARP was awesome to work with. We did, uh, but more like, long story short, AARP picked one of the concepts, I forget who picked what, but AARP was a little more leaning towards the one concept the granny or the dinosaur, mm -hmm. and then Morian was a little more towards the dinosaur or the grant, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, how about we do one of each? You know, we do, you know, this one on this side and this one on that side. Um, and it worked. It worked great. Yeah. Uh, um, otherwise, it would be two of the extreme methyls or two dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we decided to kind of split it up and have two different themes there. And uh, yeah, it worked out great. And, but I think the Vitali brothers cover it with also like a really like nice mirror with a nice message, yeah, you know? No, she had she had a run. Uh, yeah, sad to see her go, like anything, mm. but she was a little faded. That wall really got beat up by the sun before it's they high put up the, there, yeah. Yeah, before they put the ninety-three story condo. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it got beat up by the sun, but now, you know, by four or five o'clock, I'm sure the sun's sitting behind that building a little bit now. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, even just the idea that the Vitali brothers who you know, helped pave the way for a lot of us in this area by, you know, being artists 10, 15 years before we were, you know, they were working artists. Um, yeah, anyone, uh, out of everybody to cover one of my pieces, uh, Vitalis are, are a good, a good match to do that. You know, I, I would, I would prefer it be someone with that kind of, uh, stature in the community and, and, and very much, you know, again, I, I call John the John Father, you know, um, they're, they're super awesome. And the fact that it's a fucking Shepherd Ferry design, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of how anyone might feel about it, Shepherd Ferry, you know, Bay Giant and the old, you know, whatever, um, it was a really cool uh, compliment in itself that the Vitali brothers are painting something for Shepherd Ferry. So I'm like proud as hell yeah. of them mm -hmm. even getting that gig and doing that kind of thing um, and if I you know gave that original wall the original mural that's what replaces it I honestly couldn't be happier you know yeah.
with that specific circumstance. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm stoked about it. I still haven't seen it done in person. I stopped by while they were working on it, but uh, it's nice. Yeah, it's no, good. it looks super it's good, good on, the, on the posts and stuff. So um, yeah, I'm just so damn proud of them for getting yeah. that opportunity. And you know, I, again, it, it feels good to know that like a wall that I painted that might not have been painted before, uh, not only got, not only did I get to do a mural on it, but the next life on that wall is something even uh, debatably bigger and better because yeah. it's such a, such yep. a well-known and renowned artist yeah. know, that designed it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty badass, man. It is. I love it. It is. Going back just a little bit because, yeah, yeah. you know, we, you know, we jump around. We, it, it's fine. I am a rambler. I can just, I, I could talk for hours, but I, I did also want to ask you is, you know, going back on, you know, obviously like this, you know, this work is yours and it's for the community, but you can't mm -hmm. take it home. How would you say that businesses can go about, you know, talking with the artists if they wanted to do in a sense more with the artists? You know, like, like, you know, I'll use it for like mural tours or, you know, say like they do want to sell prints of your stuff. Like right. what advice would you give them to go about doing stuff like that? To give the business owners? Business owners or and even let's the, just say, community or even just, whole. yeah, just okay. even entrepreneurs, you know? Um, the advice, I'd say the main piece of advice I'd have for, for those folks in general would be that to keep in mind that. Again, this is a new wave of art and we are redefining the way artists are supported every day. Mm -hmm. uh, the timeless you know, tale of starving artists is almost gone. You know, uh, the idea that you know, we should be fortunate to have our work up in their business is a fucking joke. Like, I think the tables have turned a little bit. Right, like, yeah, like yeah. we, um, there's a couple situations that, that have happened, but like I, I've got some work in a few places downtown where I've worked out a deal with them. Like, look, I'll do these paintings for your business. I'm sorry, I'll do these paintings that you can hang up in your business. Mm -hmm. They're for sale by me, mm -hmm. and you get your place decorated. Yeah. For nothing at that point. Yeah. That seems like a good deal, right? So, um, you know, you're a restaurant owner, mm -hmm. you need some decor inside your business. Yeah. Uh, you want to let local artists hang up their stuff? Great. That's very generous of you. But I would encourage these people to, again, back up just to tell people that we are our own, every artist is their own small business. Yeah. Um, treat us like that yeah. think of us like that um and realize like you know just because we're good at it or we love to do it um uh, doesn't necessarily mean that we just want to give it away yeah you know um but again like we're we're talking like old old starving artist type of mentality problems versus you know the new the new way of, of doing things you know so what art events would you like to see happen more I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to see more, uh, as crazy as it sounds, more murals. I'd like to see more mural festivals, um, mm -hmm. not just shine, you know, uh, that is very much focused towards just the downtown crowd. Um, makes sense. You know, a lot of the people involved and the donors, different things, they want to see that stuff in the, in the downtown, uh, landscape, but 
Um, I'd like to see and or working on, I'm working on, uh, trying to create a uh, Tampa Bay wide type of thing. Something that kind of connects St. Pete and the Tampa Bay area. Right. Yeah, because there is that weird like. There's a weird gap. Dis- yeah. And I don't see. I don't. You know. I mean, look. I complain about Tampa all the time. Right. Okay. I don't go to Tampa like for anything. I, right. I don't want to. It's really only 20, 30 minutes, depending on where you are. So yeah. I don't understand why there's that discord. Um, discord's a really it's it's you know a very long bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Tampa has some wild traffic though, and I think that makes yeah, some no, the, a little the, agitated that Tampa traffic is just on a whole nother level. Well, and Tampa geographically set up a lot different. You know, it's a lot bigger, mm-hmm. and I like to say that there's there's pockets of coolness in Tampa, whereas St. Pete, like, what do you got? Forty square blocks down there. It's like yeah. it was a little easier to keep everybody on the same page and mm-hmm. like in the same area and that kind of thing than. It would be for some places as spread out and diverse as Tampa, you know. Um, so there's always, and then of course, you know, people like compare them, and it's like it's not really any. You can't compare them. They're two mm-hmm. totally different types of types of towns, um, but they want to compare them because they're so close to one another. We are sister cities and that kind of thing. Uh, we should act like sisters more. I know. They should. Yeah, we're acting like estranged sisters. Estranged, they are. Sisters, Saint yeah. Saint are estranged from one another. Yeah. Um, it's you know what, and that's only surface level too. To be honest, uh, even earlier, I, I had a phone call with a Tampa-based artist, um, Frankie G, and Frankie G is an incredible artist. Uh, you guys look him up if you're not following him yet. Definitely check him out, uh, Frankie Gonzalez. So, um, I guess what I'm saying is, I just gave some advice to this Tampa artist earlier, you know, mm-hmm. so like there is the, the creative community, yeah. you know, cross pollinates. Oh yeah. Uh, artist Esh, another great example, exactly. you know, uh, you know, so th- there's, there is a, a sense of community amongst all of Tampa Bay creative professionals. Uh, but there is a weird, um, separation. I think that, uh, because if you're from here, you really remember it being just Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, uh, we had the beaches, Tampa had the business. Uh, that's kind of the, the, you know, way it worked for years and years. Um, but things, you know, again, it's just on the surface too, but a lot of the artists that are over there are getting invited to shows at Chad Mises gallery yeah. and, or here at my place, you know, uh, there's not as much of a, a of a disconnect as, as there may appear to be. Um, At least not amongst the artists, but amongst definitely artists. But amongst, amongst like people. City administration yeah. and stuff, though, is, is a whole different thing. Um, and again, I credit you know the the differences in uh, geography and different things to to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for you know Tampa with being so much larger than St. Pete mm-hmm. to uh, appear to be so colorful and everything else when it's it's that much bigger. It's, it is, yeah. It's uh, we've got. You know, St. Pete again, the, the 40, 50, whatever it is, square blocks. It's easy to make that look and or just deck it out the yeah. way it, it has been uh, than it is for, you know, a place like Tampa where mm-hmm. things are a little more spread out. So um, I'm confident, though, too, that it, on the other end of the coin, just to back up a little bit, uh, Tampa maybe is starting to change a little bit with all the condos and different things being built in St. Pete, but. Uh, Tampa's always seemed to have uh, a little bit more money. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least, yes. you know, amongst the art collectors and things like that. Um, it's always kind of seen that way too. So uh, I'm confident that it's going to start, and I've noticed it, it started to change quite a bit, yeah. even with that, that project goat thing that was going on, all these different artists painting mm-hmm. those goats. Um, that dude, Tyler in Tampa, he's been doing a lot to kind of cross pollinate. Yes, he has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, getting getting artists, you know, from St. Pete to come over to, you know, there and do yeah. some stuff. Um, it, it's happening. And, and yeah. I, I'm confident that there's going to be more and more of that going on, you know, from, you know, the Fresh Fest, you know, like I said, Artist Edge yeah. to... I would love to see a combination of, like, Shine and the Tampa Fresh Fest, like, yeah. together. Yeah, I, I would too. I think a lot of us would. Um, just two totally different types of things. One, one's very, uh, one is very grassroots. Yes. The other one isn't. Um, but can you imagine the collabs? I could. Because it's two very also unique styles of art. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. That'd be fun. Well, Shine again. Just to be real and candid about it, uh, Shine is really made to it wasn't and nothing against the mural festival shine, shine mural festival it, it my personal experience is that it as much as it was to elevate local artists it was also to elevate the area on a national level mm-hmm. which required them bringing artists from other areas here, yeah yeah which really you know when it was happening i'll admit it like Myself, Sebastian, uh, primarily us two, <laughs> were like, "What the? F- what are you guys doing? Like, we did all the stuff, and like, da da da." And in hindsight, I, I can understand maybe why some of it happened, uh, but it's definitely um, the motives. I think between the two are totally different. Yeah. You know, Fresh Fest is run by Ash. God bless him. Yes. He's a working artist himself. He like he cares about like the you know the artists and stuff like right. that. Right, and Shine does too. But Shine is also it's about the business of it art. It is, yeah. And you can't bringing more people that, yeah. here and bringing more attention to us. Whereas like you know like Sebastian Coolidge has never been in the Shine Festival. He helped. He helped do the whole thing, and bring uh, helped you know bring street art to St. Pete. Never been in the festival. Yeah. Uh, why? Because uh, he's the local guy, and he's one of the local guys, and and, and same with me. Yeah. Um, however, you know, Sebastian's getting called upon to go to every other city in America yeah. to paint. You know, so it's very. Um, I joke about it too with uh, even even Frank Strunk a little bit, the one sculptor, you know, OG sculptor in, here in St. Pete. Um, you know, it being the art town, uh, very much. It very much is, but there is a uh, a little disconnect there between um, the corporatized version of it and the grassroots version of it. Yeah. Um, I think you need both. Again, I agree. You know, I, agree. I, I think you need both at this point. Um, so again, I'm I'm confident that something will, and or I might be working on something to try to help bridge that gap a little bit. Um, because it, it, historically speaking, like we, you know, creatives aren't corporate people. That's no. why we're creatives. Yeah. Corporate people aren't creative. But oh, I feel like creative people need, like, in a sense, like, kind of like creative corporate people. Right. 
to help facilitate that stuff right. because you and know that's where yeah. shine comes into play yeah um you know it, it, it's really again it, it's necessary we, we needed uh national eyes yeah. on our area uh, i think a few things could have been done differently over mm-hmm. the years whether it's fresh fest or shine or whatever else uh and or them working together that kind of thing but uh live learn keep painting uh, everybody is, everybody's working, like yeah. you said, you know, and that's, that's the important part. You know, I know everybody's staying busy. Uh, we're maybe not all as successful as we may look sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, we're all eating. Yep. We're all staying afloat. Uh, and I've got to credit both of those movements, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as being part of that. So, yeah. yeah. Would you want to do another Art Wars? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think actually, uh, I need to nail it down, but we were supposed to maybe do it here in May, the end of May. So, yeah, uh, Art Wars 2.0, yeah. no holds barred. Uh, if you and Vanderluke and Aurelius and, and Pedro Art ever create prints yeah. of the two things that you did for Art Wars, I need to know. Okay. Because yeah. I was watching that unfold, and I all of a sudden saw that you guys had Bob, and then, you know, Aurelius was coming in with the heat, and then Pedro was yeah, like, I'm yeah. just going to write, do something beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, I need those. Right. I was like, I need, I, I, I need those. Yeah, it that was very, was, yeah. You guys really went after each other. In a yeah. fun, loving way, too, yeah, though. Yeah, no, it was fun. You know, we it was great. Fun. Yeah, uh, uh, Aurelius had the upside down turtle, you know, oh. I laughed my ass off about that. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, we're making art dudes, eat, you know, eat Bob and different things. It was, uh, yeah, no, Art Wars, uh, we actually, I mean, the Art Wars thing, we actually started years ago, but it wasn't actually a, a competition as much mm-hmm. as it sounds like it should be. It was more or less the art show. Yeah. I think the original Art Wars was, again, the original art meetup crew, which was myself, Chainsaw Chuck, Aurelius, and Jen Chamley. Uh, and I think the name of the show that we just put on at Emerald or whatever was called Art Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first one that I can remember of. But um, as far as like the competition part of it and it being like that version that you guys mm-hmm. experienced, uh, PT Collins, yeah. I know, worked with Aurelius and Zulu and all of us to, to kind of come up with that. Uh, that was the first one. I think we'll be doing some things a little yeah. different next time. I felt so bad when they were like, okay, let's vote. And I was like, but I love all Yeah, no, it's uh, I was like, how? You know, I was like kind of yelling really loud for everybody. And that's I why was you heard like, so many cheers during everybody. Because, yeah, like, you know, like, everybody wants to support you, all of us, right? How can you choose? Right. You know, yeah. Well, in the future, you guys just health it. It's just the one night. It's not personal. It's no. not like, whatever your favorite is. You, you scream out for it. You know? No, I mean, I, all of them were very unique and I like, and you know, I enjoyed all of them, but you know, you, you two groups battling, I was just like, Oh my God, this is hilarious. <laughs> I was like, they're really just going for it, man. Like, yeah, with no real you know, plan then, or anything. And then uh, have, you know, Pedro, and he's just like doing this like beautiful, like right. just, just, just person. And the eyes are just staring into my soul and I'm right. like three are battling it out and then he's just like he's just vibing yeah. over there right. you know which has its own appeal to, yeah. to an art battle um, you know just creating something badass yeah. you know like that was his approach which yeah. was smart Yeah. you know um, 
He does eyes scary, man. Oh yeah, he yeah. Like now Pedro's really awesome. Man. Yeah, I I just recently got to know him a little bit. Yeah, and, he's uh, great. Yeah, super guy. Super oh yeah. Guy. Um, oh yeah. He came out actually to the Bob Marley mural I was just working on, and uh, yeah, really really sweet dude and mm-hmm. super talented. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the next art war. So you guys will be some of the first to know. Haha, okay, okay. We got you guys always. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fun. I'm excited. Uh what is the future for you as an artist? Who knows? <laughs> um I don't know. I I think uh continuing my journey doing doing murals uh here in the Tampa Bay area. Um I'm looking to get back into doing more. A few years ago, I was doing a little bit more education and, and uh, workshops and some stuff like that. Um, I really want to focus on uh, my nonprofit, Public Art Project Inc., um, and elevating that to the point of, you know, St. Pete Arts Alliance and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, where we actually have, you know, programs and workshops and things happening for the community. Um, I'd say, you know, trying to trying to mold myself into uh, a community leader more than ever uh, by producing some of those things, you know, yeah. and, and things for. We gotta mold our next baby muralist, right? You know? right. Oh, they're gotta, coming. They're coming get, up. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about it, but I wonder too. Sometimes it's just kind of like you know, like obviously there's gonna be a time where you guys aren't putting on murals anymore. Like, right. what is our next little batch gonna look like? You know, um, we got to protect those babes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that it, for it to stop just completely, there'd really have to be some crazy thing like a, you know, a pandemic or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there would really have to be some sort of crazy, just complete change in the world and or obviously in the economy mm-hmm. for it to just come to a screeching halt. Um, but I can say, you know, even even some of the artists that inspired me locally here growing up, um, you know, Tom Stovall, you know, is the guy that did uh, a lot of the, uh, the the water tower paintings and stuff. He did okay. uh, older guy. Um, just seeing that when I was a kid, or, or Paul Epling, the guy that did all the uh, the cool sculptures made of junk and. Uh, Mm-hmm. The one that's right on 275 mm-hmm. there, the lizard yeah. catching the thing. Oh. Uh, from what I hear, that guy just passed away a couple oh. of years ago. But his sculptures are debatably some of my earliest inspiration. You know, it was like seeing, like, holy shit, look at that thing. You know, yeah. like, that I'm thing's like been there for years. Yeah. yeah, no, it's been there since I was a kid. Like, yeah. I remember being on the bus going to Perkins Elementary and, and it being, uh, you know, on the interstate there. Um, so, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, all these kids coming up, they're seeing all this stuff. And even, God, even take, you know, Jabari Reed, I-Bombs, for instance. You know, he's 21 right now. When we started putting up murals, you know, nine, 10 years ago, he was 11 or 12, you know? Um, So I'd like to believe that it's already happening. Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, you know, Jabari was destined to be uh, an artist no matter what. but I feel like, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe he's the the first that you're seeing of the new wave. Yeah. You know, uh, and hopefully not the last of the first wave, you know. Yeah. Um, Gibbs High School still has the, the uh, arts program. I keep wanting to say mural. Uh, the arts program that I went to. So they're still cultivating young yep. artists. And I think with just 
society here in, in general, you know, supporting and, and being the way they have, um, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna stop. I mm -hmm. think uh, I'm super anxious to know as well. Yeah. You know who and what uh, is going to happen here in the future, but I don't think uh, there's any real way to tell. You know, I, I think that uh, you know, positively, it will keep moving forward though, and there will be, um, you know, again outside of some major, you know, work bid, some catastrophe, or you know something like that. I, I don't really see the things changing that much or going. Uh, you know, with the starving artist stigma, you know, I, I don't really see that being uh, a part of the future. I see that being ancient history, you know? I, yeah, man, I hope so. Because, you know, like, I look at some of these people and I'm just kind of like, mm, why do you have millions? Right. Why? What are you adding? Right. It and, is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, again, elevating those that are you know, creative and, and, you know, making it okay to express yourself yeah. and making it the norm to, you know, support this stuff is really the answer to keeping it going, yeah. you know, and, and having, uh, you know, any kind of culture outside of, yeah. uh, you know, beaches and margaritas in our, in our area here, you know, moving forward. Yeah. You know, do you want to kind of use like the Pinellas Arts Village, which you know you've kind of helped like cultivate in your second Saturdays? Like, do you want to kind of help use that to like boost those uh, those people up? Because you know, I I feel like sometimes when an artist is is running like programs like that, that is really where you see other artists like right. kind of get boosted and elevated, much like in a sense what Wu did for you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's um, no matter where I'm at. I, I can say I'm never leaving the Tampa Bay area anytime soon, so too bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, no matter where I'm at, it will be, that will always be my mission. And just because of, of Bill Wu, um, more than anything, you know, he really made a, a help make, help me allow, helped allow me to see in my own head where and what I was even doing at that time. And, um, you know, really moving forward in the future, uh, his words and his advice and everything that he gave me that I now pass down to anyone else that'll listen, <laughs> um, you know, really uh, hold truer than ever and, and will always be part of my mission, you know, so, but yeah, definitely here in Pinellas Arts Village, um, we're just getting started up here. Oh yeah. It, yeah, it's really, uh, you know, I've been here five years uh, and I'd like to say we're past the infancy stages, maybe starting to be a little awkward, wobbly toddler, but um, we're, we're getting there, you know, between Pompeii, myself, John Gascott, all the wonderful artists we have over at the studios there, uh, Lucas and Eric mm -hmm. C. Goodnight and Jenica, everybody we have over there. Um, yeah, this is going to be, I'm confident that Pinellas Arts Village will be the next really really hit place for the creative community in all of Tampa Bay. Yeah and I think this this little area that we're in too like you know Pinellas Park like, I think it definitely needs it mm -hmm. you know it definitely needs like a little creative hub. Oh it it's, does. it's not something that it, it has right. you know and um, I think it would be good right. you know because people around here you know they like art too. Yeah and it's it, it's working class people around here yeah. you know that's the thing and uh, again geographically like we're 
we're centrally located. Yeah. You know, this is this is right in the middle of everything. You know, we're I like to say 15 minutes from Tampa or St. Pete. It's really not that true anymore with all this traffic. But uh, 15, 25 minutes from anywhere yeah. in the Tampa Bay area, you can get to Pinellas Park. Oh, yeah. Um, so that being said, I feel like we have that advantage where we are centrally located. Um, we also have uh, a very small town mentality, even amongst our, our city council mm-hmm. and our, our mayor and our, uh, you know, our, our city administration is very uh, very open and very uh, you know progressive in the sense of uh, you know we want cool stuff to happen here and they don't want it to just be I heard one council member say the other day in a meeting you know they don't want this to just be a place where people stop for gas and fast food on their way to the beach they want to give them a real experience here and give it you know so as long as we have that kind of support and people within the, the powerful positions uh, willing to do the little extra work and, and go outside the box and think outside the box a little bit about how to make stuff happen and bring stuff to fruition, as long as we have a little bit of that, um, no matter where we are, we're going to be in we're going to be in great shape. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of excited to see how this you know this place goes. Yeah, it's going it it's going to start especially right now. We just uh, Pinellas Park really is what we're saying. Um, we just now started to get the uh, the city involved with with understanding how certain things work and, and even what they have and who they have here mm-hmm. and how to how to nurture that you know and, and what to do to nurture that. So. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited. You know, I grew up ten blocks north of here. Um, again, it's all one big one big town to me. It's all Pinellas, whatever. It's all Tampa Bay, whatever have you. Uh, but I did grow up in Pinellas Park, and yeah, I couldn't be happier to see the progress that's being made up here, especially from you know the ideals of like the good old. It's still out there, the butt end of every joke, and <laughs> and in uh, Tampa Bay, you know about the the. The rednecks and the good old Pinellas Park, but uh, every every year that's shifting more and more towards. Wow, Pinellas Park's really doing some stuff up there. They're really, you know, you see the new mural, you see, you know, the new high rise, the new townhouses, yeah. whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's really it, it's happening up here. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to seeing them as well. You know, and this kind of like can be sometimes more of a heartfelt question. But one thing I do like to ask, like creative, is like. If you could give like one last painting to anyone, who would it be? One last painting? Like, one last painting. Like I'm dying tomorrow and I gotta give a painting to somebody? Sure, why not? Okay. Ah, oh, it's stupid. Why is it taking me so long to answer? My son. Oh. Yeah, I would give my son a painting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my seven month old boy. Uh, he looks so much like you, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, to be uh, yeah to be mushy about it, I'd, I'd give my son you know a, a painting. Um, what it would be, I have no clue, but hopefully something that he could look at and know whether I'm here or not. You know how much I, I love him and what. Uh, hopefully, it conveys some sort of message to him that um, embodies you know my views on life and, and the things that I learned or Wu taught me and things like that. So really. Uh, yeah, uh, again, to get mushy about it, if I had to, like, pick, like, a celebrity or, like, you know, something on that realm as far as, like, you know, who to give a, a painting to, uh, I don't know if I can even choose. 
again, I, I start going back to someone else, uh, probably my, my father or my mother, you know, uh, yeah, if there's one more painting to do or give, yeah, the son would get it, you yeah. know, that'd be it. Um, Baby. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, if I ever, you know, was able to, you know, I gave a couple paintings, uh, to different artists that I, I respect. Like I got to, uh, actually got to meet Killer Mike and LP with Run the Jewels a couple years oh, ago nice. when they were, yeah. Uh, they were playing at Janus. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to Seabass for making that connection. Uh, Did my buddy to, like, Woody. Paint it there? No, so I painted it here uh -huh. in the studio, took the painting to the concert, and then was able to like get on stage with them, gave them the painting, got to watch the rest of the show like side stage with Gangsta Boo right next to us, and uh, really badass, man. It was cool. I did that with Cypress Hill. Um, who else? I know I'm forgetting someone else. I've done it with a couple different, uh, couple different people though, um, and it's it was really that's a lot of fun, you know. So like I'd say, you know, if I could give a painting to any any like famous person or someone like that, I'd probably want to do. Hmm, man, that's tough. I feel like I'd pick a dead dude or chick. I I don't know, like or someone's family like that, like I don't know, one of the Marleys or. Someone that really inspired me, I yeah. have to say, you know, yeah, someone that really inspired me in one way or another through their music or through their, their activism or, or something like that. Um, we'd have to figure that out that day, so. Yeah. Yep. That one, that one takes a little thought. Right. I appreciate you sitting and talking to us and, you know, just letting us dive into the mind of an artist, you know, with this, this podcast, I kind of want to. I just want, like, want to show, like, peel back the layers of yeah. the artists that we, in the businesses that we see here in St. Pete. You know, I think we sometimes forget that they're people, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. artists are people, too. Yeah. Um, no, well, thank you guys. No, seriously, we, again, we couldn't and wouldn't do this mm -hmm. without amazing support from people like yourselves. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's integral for us to keep this growing and, and keep, you know, this, this momentum and synergy going between everybody and everything. So... Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day, and remember to always stay super cool.